Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. I'm your host here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, we're going to talk about what does it take to become a millionaire? Gangster? Hollywood? Come on. We're going to talk about it. Certain steps, certain traits, but what we're going to actually talk about is this. It's story time. I'm going to give you a little story, a little history of myself. And now I said something probably three, four videos back about why you can't insure another car. There's a reason. So please stay tuned. Please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back. And before I forget, my brother, that's right, I rarely mention the family. He has written a book, two books actually, but it's in a genre, sci-fi. So it's called Star Cruiser Falcon. There's going to be links down below to go to Amazon and purchase them to show some love, show some support for my brother, a.k.a. Duran Drake. That's right. Star Cruiser Falcon. Use the link below. So now it's story time. What it takes to become a millionaire? Well, first things first, it's best to have people that are looking for a certain thing. You've heard of this niche marketing. Well, it's along those same lines. You need to know if quite a few people are looking for something. That's why the automobile industry stays around. This is why the housing market stays around because Lots of people are looking for it. So if you can go on eBay, lots of people are looking for a product service. Amazon product service. Notice that PayPal, lots of people needed processing. Those are like the little keys. So now I can get into the story. So back in the day, I'm walking upstairs to my apartment. As I'm getting to my apartment door, some guy says, hey, hey, Eric, hey, I'm about to lose my car. It's going to get repossessed. Well, back in the day, if you got your car repossessed, you weren't getting another car. It was like, that's bad credit, and you weren't getting a car. No car dealer is going to give you a car. So it was a, something that was pretty serious for him. So I'm sitting there saying, wow, okay, that's kind of weird, but... You know, I'm getting ready to put my key in the door. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. There might be other people like this. Hold on. How are we going to find out? Used to have to do test marketing. There was no internet. Okay? So that was out of the door, out of the window, out of the picture. So bottom line is I can't come up with a strategic game plan. That strategic game plan meant one thing. What do I do? I go get Auto Trader, and I simply put an ad in the paper that says, can't make your car payment, need help, we take over payments. Don't try this at home, ladies and gentlemen. In most states, it's now illegal. Just putting that out there. And the second thing, I put an ad in the Auto Trader that said, can't qualify for a car, need help, take over payments. I did a quarter page ad in, on two pages, one at the beginning and one at the end. 
just to see what would happen. It only cost me $40. That would be around uh, uh, $70 in today's money. So here we go with the uh, little ad in the paper. All's good. Little did what happened. I couldn't believe it. Phone starts ringing off the hook for both. People are calling me saying, hey, I have bad credit because I got my car repossessed or I have bad credit, period, and I can't get a car. So now I got people saying, let's take, I can take over payments. I, I make the money. So one problem solved. Second problem solved. I had people calling up saying, hey, I have a car. I'm like a month or two behind. I don't want to get repossessed because then I can't never get another car. So they were all happy. So now I don't own a thing. But yet they come in, sign documents that say they're going to allow people to take over payments. And the other people said they know they're taking over payments. And then, of course, at the end of the term, they're already pre-signed over uh, title, not the title because they wouldn't have it, but the uh, signed over transfer of sale already beforehand. So it protects all the parties. And then my company would guarantee that if a person missed a payment, then we would make the payment for the party. And then that also meant that I was in the repossession game. With If somebody missed a payment, we're repossessing the car. And then what do we do? We sell it to somebody else. So we have a market. That's what you need for any business. We have a lot of people in the market and I don't have to do much. Just like if you put stuff on eBay or Amazon, you don't have to do much. You just put your product on there and if there's a market where people think your price is right, they're gonna buy it. You're gonna know if there's a market right away. That's the kind of things that I love. That's what I suggest to most people when you're starting out and don't know much about business or marketing. Because if you're having customers knocking on your door, you don't have to do much at all. So that's number one that most millionaires have. So that's why you've heard of Elon Musk with PayPal, Jeff Bezos with Amazon, Apple phones, all that that's why phones because as they upgrade phones millions of people need phones that are upgraded so there you have it again cell phone industry computers they sell themselves tvs that's why you have so many manufacturers so many makers so many knockoffs so these are the kind of things for how a person becomes a millionaire because you have constant traffic that helps you don't have to put dollars out for advertising or at least that much out for advertising the same as if you're doing Facebook ads. So these are some of the things that you got to think about. So let's get on with it. So now what do I do? The beauty of this whole program is keep in mind that I don't own the car. I don't have the loan. That was the whole beauty of this. So I'm using the finance companies financing it. And that's all that's going on here. And I have no liability whatsoever. So basically for the $80 that it cost me, I have five or six cars sitting in my business lot. All right. Now, here's what we did. I told the people that was uh, having a hard time with their payments. I would tell them, okay, come and give me $100. And you'll be out of, uh, don't have to worry about your payments anymore. Small amounts, I know, peanuts. But here's the thing. The other person who's coming to get the car, I have to have somewhat of a collateral amount, right? So they're going to have to give me two, three, four, five times the 
monthly payments. So what do we have? A thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, twenty-five hundred, depending on cars. So if somebody had a vet, you're gonna have to give me like three grand. Again, hopefully you guys are paying attention. I own nothing, I have no overhead for nothing other than my office, but that three grand goes in my pocket. And the person gives me the three grand plus the first month payment. They're leaving the office with the vet. The other people are happy that they didn't have to make that monthly payment and they gave me $100. They're done. Everybody's happy. So these are the kind of things, how we made it work. And this was like in the 80s. Okay, just to give you guys a reference point. I know, a long time ago. And the bottom line of the story is, if you start Googling the inflation rate, $2,000 in, let's say, 1989 is almost like $4,000 in 2019 money. So can you imagine getting $10,000, $12,000 every week where you had no liability? Zero. Just like a credit card transaction company, every time they get 3% or 2%, all they did was do the transaction, and they're doing millions of transactions a day, and so whether it's two cents, five cents, 20 cents, they've made money for basically doing nothing other than allowing people to use their transaction service, just like a credit card. So, you know, credit card companies, that's why they have billions of dollars. Banks, that's why they have billions of dollars, simply off of transaction fees. So these are the kind of things that you think about when it comes to business, right? All right, so here's what continues. Let's get to the insurance part. All right, back in the day, if a person had a car and it was registered to them, I could call up farmers, I can call up Geico, I can call up whoever, it did not matter. The car could be registered in anybody's name. And so all we had to do, or all the person had to do while they're at the office, because we can't have people leaving just like a car lot, you gotta have insurance so they can call up anybody get insurance and they're rolling out because let's just say it's ex uh, John Doe has the car registered to him and it's financed with him then I would call up farmers for instance and say hey uh, Eric Bird which I'm let's say I'm taking over payments on the car Eric Bird is taking over payments on this car give him the VIN number tell him who the registered owner is and you pay your first month's premium done dudes out the door and we done pocketed money for stuff that we don't even own as they call today arbitrage okay so this ain't hollywood i'm no gangster but this is better than hollywood and better than gangster because you don't even own in own the product and you're making money and lots of it so there goes the part with the insurance. So, what do I do beyond that? So you figure you have to scale it up, right? And why only have one spot in town, just like any car dealership, have another spot on the other side of town and share it and put other people in the game, which we kind of call affiliates now, or resellers, whatever terminology you want to use. So now, I'm getting a percentage of another car lot. When they're 
having people come in to take over payments. And of course, I'm trying to be a millionaire. We do it again and have a third lot. Now you can only imagine if you're making $10,000 a month one time and then 5,000 or 4,000 from another one and three or 4,000 from another one, that starts to be a lot of money for a young man. And you know what young men do, we play. We working hard, we playing hard. And as they used to say, we popping bottles. And no, I'm not throwing the cash around. Sorry, fellas, that ain't me. Not like that, we ain't making it rain. So I'm using that making it rain money to put money in real estate, buying properties, buying condos at the time. But that's another story. Let's continue with this story. So we're all happy. But because we live in America, and because if you start eating and taking from somebody else's plate, they start noticing. And they gotta figure out how to take from you. So what happens? The car companies, back in the day, relied on getting repossessions. They had a count. They knew how many cars they would repossess on average every year. Because how it used to be, if you owed $20,000 on a car, and then you, pay, you could have paid $10,000, you could owe 10 grand after two or three years, they repossess your car, they take it down to the auction, for the auction, somebody buys it for two grand, and guess what happens? They send you a bill for $8,000 and say, we're looking for the rest of our money. So now a person thought they had bad credit, it just got a whole bunch worse. So me, I'm helping out people. I'm taking that part of the game away from Chevy, Chrysler, BMW, Ford, Porsche, all these guys. And just so you know, it's a cold game when you're taking food off the table from the corporations. So guess what happens next? I'm sitting at my office and all of a sudden some guys come in my office and they're all tattooed up. This is when tattoos weren't the thing. They were associated with bikers kind of thing. They come in my office, sit down, and they proceed to say, Chrysler told us you got to stop selling cars like this. That's right, you heard me. Who's the gangster? That's right, America's most wanted. But I'm just an OC, ordinary citizen. So they come in the office and they say, Chrysler doesn't want you to sell cars anymore. They want you out of this business and they sent us down here. Come on, man. <laughs> they don't know who I am. They just thought I was a business guy. So I don't mean to say nothing, but let's just put it this way. Some things came out of my drawer and they said, hold on, it's all right, we're leaving. Right, exactly. So this is what went down. So when that was, the, that should have been a sign, but I was a little younger then. I didn't understand that the corporations were gonna make a move and go to plan B, okay? So what happens? They go to the state of California, they meaning car dealers, 
pay two to four million dollars to the state government representatives of the people by the people. And now there's the laws on the books. Unlawful subleasing of motor vehicles is no longer allowed in California. Guess what else isn't allowed? You cannot insure somebody else's car that's not registered in your name. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the two things they implemented. And by the way, I had calls as far away as Colorado and New Mexico setting up some other stuff. And those states implemented the same laws. Thus, in most states today, you cannot insure another car that's registered in someone else's name and put your name on there. So there's the story. And the bottom line to the story is, even when you're trying to become a millionaire, even when you're making a lot of money, corporations and the big boys, the competition, if they're larger than you, this is a lesson. They try to take you out because you're taking market share. So, is this gangster? Is this Hollywood? Or are we just a hustler? And the hustler does what? He says, all right, I'll take my lickings. Made some cash flow. But when we were making cash flow, we were investing in other things. Like I said, real estate. So it wasn't really a problem. And then you learn the lessons of you're always a hustler. And are you willing to put in the work, the time, the energy, the effort? I am. And that's what this Stop Struggling is about. And that's why I'm here to tell you, get with it right now. Because in the next six months to 12 months, you might be needing extra income. GE on strike. I mean, uh, General Motors on strike. Another 8,000 stores going to be closing. Some of you who's watching this could have been laid off already at their job. But do you have social media going for you? That's right. Get it all down. If you need some help, email me at Eric at StopStrugglingNow.com. I know this is a long video, but the story's over. So what do we do? We have to regroup. We have to always be with that millionaire mindset. We have to keep our opportunities open. Have to keep our minds open. Have to always be searching because we're an entrepreneur. You hear something, you see something, and you say, hey, I can take advantage of this and exploit it. That's what we're trying to do here. So I got something for you. Coming up, I'm going to show some receipts for a change. So last time, I'm showing, oh yeah, the cool motorcycle. That was all right. This time, we're going to be talking business. And I'm going to get into some Airbnb. Who wants to be a millionaire? Join me. And please, like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And it's hard out here. So don't give up. Don't let anybody else try to make you give up. Believe in yourself. Keep your head up. Keep moving. And I'm out.